Okay, trivia time. Time is on the clock. Name five things that automatically come to mind when thinking about wealth management or financial advisors. Ready? Go. Oh, uh, that's easy. I'm bored, painful, rather listen to my in-laws. Numbers, numbers, numbers. Almost there. Uh, torture? We have a winner. Let's tell him what he's won. You've won the Pennywise Financial Podcast. Yes, it's a financial show, but we talk to you like human beings talk. Sure, we do the traditional retirement planning and money management, but we also help plan for other decisions, like buying a car, selling a home, buying vacation properties, or selling a business. We're more than financial advisors to you. Pennywise Financial, brought to you by Monarch Wealth Management. This is Pennywise Financial, and this is Constantine Katrinos and David Georgiev. Good morning and welcome to this episode of Pennywise Financial. Constantine Kitronos with Monarch Wealth Management. And I'm Dave Georgia. Welcome everybody. Have a hope everybody had a happy new year and uh, back in the thick of things here in January 2020. Um, I thought we'd have flying cars by now, but we're uh, still waiting for that. And uh, I think it's going to be a long time before we actually see that. Yeah, I don't know how, uh, I guess in the grand scheme of things, how better that makes society, flying cars wise. How much faster can we get to places? I mean, honestly, how much faster can we make our lives? That's the crazy thing. So, Cons, where did you want to start off this morning? I think it's a good place to start off um, where we ended last year in 2019. I'm just going over through some of the major indices. Dow Jones, 28,538. S&P was at 3230. NASDAQ at 8972. And I used the GLD as a proxy for gold. Um, was at 142 bucks. And um, most of the insight that I get from that data is from SeekingAlpha.com, but Good reference point to kind of see where we were last year. Phenomenal year. Yeah, markets, I mean, in generally uh, up in the lower 30s. Um, when you're talking about the uh, S&P 500, uh, I think it was like 34% right around there. Uh, just a phenomenal year, but let's not forget the end of 2018, which was catastrophic, uh, down, I mean, S&P was down uh, within three months, about 19, 20% there. So it, it rebounded from that dip um, and obviously excelled. Um, and, and just kind of where we see everything from an economic standpoint, a lot of uh, commentary on the street is that we're pushing back recessionary fears well into late 2021 now, just with all this positive uh, the earnings, uh, low uh, unemployment and uh, GDP doing what it's doing in the, in the mid twos is uh, the projected uh, GDP for uh, the beginning of 2020. So interesting statistics that keep this market um, above and beyond that 10 year bull run here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't think the uh, the market understands time. It's been uh, you know eight years. We gotta we gotta have this bull market come to an end. It doesn't work like that. Earnings are still strong, and um, I'm an optimist, but definitely not a permable. Um, that being said, we've had kind of a I think a mild start to to this winter so far. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. When you live in upstate New York, you uh, especially this year. Uh, I remember Halloween it started snowing. I mean, so when you're at the end of October and it's already snowing, you're in for a long winter. But January, just the snow melted. It was 50 degrees a couple of days here, mid-50s, I think. Um, I'll take it all day long just uh, to break up the monotony of such a long winter, I think is a good thing. I'm just the opposite. If, if I'm going to get the cold, bring the snow. Really? Bring the snow. I don't want the cold or the snow for an extended period of time. <laughs> Give me winter for like two months and I'm content. But uh, I would never move from here because of that because I like the change in seasons. And I do like winter. I just don't like winter for seven months. I mean, that's my biggest beef with upstate New York. But other than that, I love it. We don't have to deal. Thank God we don't have to deal with a lot of the uh, natural disasters in other parts of the world. The hurricanes, the tornadoes, the earthquakes, all that stuff. Um, that other parts of the world have to kind of deal with on a week-to-week basis. We don't have to deal with that. So we get stuck with 
old mother winter uh, instead. So um, football updates real quick. Um, I'm a big 49ers fan. And uh, this weekend, uh, my San Francisco 49ers are playing the Green Bay Packers in San Fran for the NFC Championship. Um, and then we have... Who's on the AFC side? All the big ballers got knocked out. Baltimore got eliminated. Um, well, the Bills are done. So the Bills, unfortunately, are done. Um, they had a heck of a season. Proud of those guys. I think they're going to have a great season next year. Uh, young quarterback Josh Allen. Um, and then the New England Patriots got whacked, too. Which Oh, uh, they lost? <laughs> I think the, <laughs> didn't hear about that I one. think the entire country, other than New England, was happy with that one. So um, I think who's the, it's uh, Tennessee and Kansas City, actually. I don't know. Yeah. What happens when you have little kids? You stop paying attention to the important stuff like football. Yeah, very important. Honestly, yes. I mean, it's still since college. I don't think I've been like fully committed to football. I say every year, Lisa and I, the family, we're gonna we're gonna watch football on Sundays. We put it on. We're cooking. We're cleaning. We're doing fun activities, and uh, it just doesn't happen. So. Sure, sure. As, as my kids have gotten older, I've had more and more time to kind of get back into football, which I really enjoy. Speaking um, of football, what do we have the. Uh, what else is going on this month for um, football? Didn't I see the Pro Bowl here somewhere? Yeah, Pro, Pro Bowl on the 26th. Yep. They give it a, a week break before the Super Bowl, which is February 2nd. Um, Pro Bowl is kind of, I don't know. I, I, I thought I'd love week. watching the football. It's week. It's because nobody tries. Nobody tries. Nobody wants, to get inj- nobody wants to get injured, and I can understand and respect that. But at the end of the day, you're getting paid a lot, a lot of money to be an entertainer. And if you're going to go to the Pro Bowl, I would say... Make the best of it, if you will. Not, and I understand not nailing somebody or trying to injure people, but playing a, a game of tackle football, I think, is... It always surprised me that they have the Pro Bowl before the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. why wouldn't they have the Pro Bowl after, just as kind of like a well, I think I, consolation type? Obviously, thing. nobody in the Super Bowl plays in the Pro Bowl. Did you okay. know that? No, I don't think okay. I did. Yeah. Because I, I think, well, if you're Tom Brady and next week you're going for the championship, I don't you're think not, you want yeah, 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 to risk that. Um, I think they do it just to break up that week to make the Super Bowl the grand finale, if you will. And the Pro Bowl is supposed to represent what? The, the best players? Best of the AFC. And Except the people that are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, correct. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Anyhow. <laughs> hey, um, uh, you want to talk about the customer appreciation events in 2020? Yes. So I think we've got some really um, exciting changes, and this came from 2019 surveys. We got some feedback, and um, I think we got some good, honest feedback from the surveys we sent out. Um, most of our clients say that they're happy all the time. Um, we can do no wrong, especially in the last 10 years. But um, we sent out the survey, and one of the biggest things that people asked for was more education, more workshops, um, more exposure to different things. They want to just know more stuff about. Um, so we have a ton of offerings this year on Social Security, a market update, which I know is definitely ringing some folks' ears. Is they've seen the market go up, they're making money. When is the market going to crash? Uh, 529 plans, education, Health savings accounts, how to leverage those. Those are huge, huge topics. Taxes and tax reform. And there's some more about that on the SECURE Act and how that affects both those components. Retirement income. All right, I retired. Now what do I do with my money? A lot, a lot of uh, people are worried about that, especially with fixed income and interest rates being so low. And then business owners. How to minimize tax, look at investment options, retain top talent, and actually get good quality employees to stay and stay happy. So those are the workshop uh, parts of what we're doing in 2020. Dave, why don't you talk about the uh, the fun stuff? Yeah, well, before we hop into that, I would say if you're interested, if you're even if you're not a customer, we, we are open to inviting you into our headquarters uh, where we're doing our uh, our workshops. Um, Cons, what's the best way for them to get a hold of us uh, if they are interested in either more information about the workshops or if they'd like to sign up for one of the workshops um, as they become available? 
Great question. Uh, the website is one way, monarchwealthmanagement.com. Certainly stop into our offices um, in Rockport or Brighton. Um, or give us a call, 585-484-1400, and we'd be happy to share some more info. Yeah, and don't forget about our Buffalo offices too. Um, so if you're in Williamsville or downtown Buffalo, uh, we do have availability for offices there. Our toll-free number, 1-800-480-1580. That's 1-800-480-1580. And they could always inf- uh, email us at info at monarchwealthmanagement.com. Um, so that's that's our workshops, our appreciation functions, which have always, in my opinion, been, been really, really cool, really, really fun for our clients. Um, where we bring them out uh, every year, we try to do something a little bit different. Um, this year, what we're looking to do in June of 2020 is um, a boat cruise in Skinny Atlas, New York. We uh, work with the local company there. Um, we put out a, a boat cruise where we tour Skinny Atlas Lake. They give us a tour and show us and talk to us about uh, some of the, the the great homes around Skinny Atlas Lake and who lives there and, and how they've helped the local uh, economy and whatever the case may be. Um, we have a day at the races at Batavia Downs, also in June. Um, the dates are, we're still finalizing, um, where we go out to Batavia Downs, we have food, drinks, um, and a day where we watch the horses race. It's, it's, it's a great time. We did this a couple years ago as well. It's a lot of fun. Um, a, a great time. Everybody had a, a wonderful time. And then for all you golfers, we're doing a couple different golf outings this summer. We're looking at August of 2020. Uh, we're going to have a, a Buffalo golf outing, a Rochester golf outing, and a Syracuse golf outing. Um, if you're not a client again and you're interested in joining us for one of these things, uh, shoot us a message, info at Monarch Wealth Management, or give us a buzz, as we had mentioned earlier, 1-800-480-1580. And with that, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with the rest of the show. This is Pennywise Financial, and this is Constantine Katrinos and David Georgiev. Okay, welcome back to this episode of Pennywise Financial, brought to you by monarchwealthmanagement.com. <laughs> the website sponsoring the show. <laughs> That's our website where you can come visit us. But um, uh, Dave just wrapped up that first segment with the appreciation, the fun stuff that we have going on, the boat cruise, the golf outing, and a day at the races. All three are fun, fun events. Um, our clients rave about those, and we get a little competitive at each one of those. So look forward to seeing people um, throughout the year, those events. The other thing that we've added and introduced um, – was probably the number two response, which was newsletters. People want to know what's going on. Uh, company updates could be updates on the market, could be changes with tax reform, could be politics, could be a strategy, income, estate planning, a number of different topics. But it's a way for us to reach out to our clients and uh, prospects throughout the year in between the actual formal meetings, which happen maybe semi-annually or annually. But I think it's a good touch, and it was good feedback to hear from the uh, our clients that we care about most. And uh, so we'll be looking forward to getting that newsletter out on a quarterly basis. Yeah, I think that'll be real good, and and we're gonna we're gonna be emailing that to clients who are good with emails um, on a quarterly basis. And if you're old school and you like a physical printed one delivered to you, we're gonna be able to do that too. So again, if you're a non-client and you wanna uh, subscribe to our newsletter, please reach out to us monarchwealthmanagement.com, or you can email us at info at monarchwealthmanagement. You know, um, the other night I was reading um, a magazine. This was an LPL issued magazine. It had some market commentary, uh, different tech sources. And I'm a big tech guy, as you know. But um, Lisa, my wife, looked at me and, and she saw me reading this magazine, which I don't do very often. Uh, not on my phone, not on my tablet, not on my laptop. And there was just something coming about touching the pages and turning them like old school like we used to do. Um, and I've had some clients ask for both. They want the print version 
and they also want the email version and I can understand why there's something about um, reading like an old-school paper or just a magazine I don't know if they will ever go out of style you know what I mean like just being in front of your computer and how many times do you read something you intend to read just an article or um, maybe a blog or a newsletter and you navigate to 10 other things and then you know the, the 10 minute read on that article turns into an hour yeah oh for sure and I tell my clients even with a lot of people in today's world they want the, the e-delivery of statements and things like that and if you have a family and uh, how do I want to say this if you have people that know where your assets are that's great and if you have I always say like your sock drawer where you keep all of your financial documents I think that's great but for some of my sock elder, drawer sock drawer yeah I don't know who every, keeps your financial statements in your sock drawer every, every, one of, every one of my senior senior clients they seem to have some sort of drawer in their room that they tell me this is where I keep all my financial documents my wills in there my people that don't have a safe I guess um, and for those people you know that, that their kids might not know everything that they have because they want to keep it private I always recommend the physical paper statements. I know it, it wastes paper and I get that, but but it's important because if you think about it, if you're the only one that knows you have an LPL account or Schwab account with us and you pass away, the documents that are coming in are via email. And if nobody knows your email password, how does anybody know that that account exists? Now over time, yeah, you'll, you'll get a prospectus once a year or whatever the case may be. But I just think that that can be kind of a dangerous thing, especially if people don't know where your assets are or, or things like that. So. I mean, I, I, prefer, I prefer oh, physical uh, physical copies on the statements um, for a lot of my clients, a lot of my elderly clients, I should say. I know there's a, a number of different services that will, I mean, if you think about it, now we've got social media, we've got a number of email accounts. Mm-hmm. When you die, you have those passwords. Those accounts don't shut down. They don't say Dave's dad yeah. closes accounts. So um, just kind of scary. I mean, I guess if everything is electronic and automatic, I wonder what will happen to unclaimed funds down the road. Yeah. Saying like 10, 15 years down the road. For sure. For sure. Hey, do you want to talk about, um, not to get too businessy, about some of the, the, the laws that changed with R&Ds and all that kind of stuff? Do Se- you want to cover that today? Secure Act. And I was just having a conversation with a CPA the other day about this. You didn't hear much noise about the Secure Act at all throughout 2019. Just kind of went into legislation at the end of the year, kind of yeah. snuck in, passed, and nobody really knew much about it, um, including me. And it passed, and it affects a number of different accounts, clients, strategies, um, from estate planning to distributions to retirement income, as far as what's required to be um, withdrawn at certain ages. Um, so they have some some things where they um, intend to, to make it look like it's a benefit, where they're allowing you to wait longer until you have to take money out. But the problem with a lot of clients who aren't married and their estate plan is that their children, um, friends, family, non-spouse, they intend on having them inherit that money. And they, you know, the old provision allowed them to stretch that out over their life. It's not the case anymore. So it's definitely reigniting some people to take a look at their estate plan and say, just what does estate plan mean? That's a big word. Do I gotta have, you know, a significant amount of wealth to have an estate plan? Well, no. If you have half a million dollars in a retirement account or two hundred fifty thousand in a retirement account, it's a big difference drawing that out over 20, 30 plus years versus taking it out over 10 years and paying tax on that money. Yeah, that's it, it's it's going to change a lot of the a lot of people that thought that they were all set all planned out from an estate standpoint, especially if you have a substantial estate and to your point cons, uh, you know, if you have over a half million dollars, million dollars or something like that, you're starting to get into like, all right, if I have 
one kid or two kids and I have a million bucks, now that's $500,000 over, you know, over 10 years. Um, it might not sound like, oh, what a good problem. But now if, if your kids, you know, they're already, they're married, they have, they have their own kids, uh, dual income, maybe they're doing uh, pretty decent. It's going to shoot them up into another tax bracket or two, depending on the, on the estate you're leaving them. Um, so it, it makes the point of sitting down and kind of looking at the plan we have. And I, I think a lot of that, um, that plan comes into effect even when you're talking about long-term care planning. And I'm not even talking about long-term care insurance, but using the proper assets at the right time of maybe when you are 85 and you need a nurse to come into your home and you don't want to go to a nursing home, what, what assets are we using for that? What, what are we um, spending down and, and how does that look and what's the tax implications? And do we use taxable money then so then we give tax-free money to our kids? There's ways to really, really maximize what you're doing from an estate planning standpoint, from a long-term care standpoint, and from a retirement standpoint to maximize tax efficiencies. Because if you live in New York where we live, we're the I believe we are the actual highest tax state in the country. I think we beat California last year. Um, we were You're talking about income tax? Income tax, or? I'm sorry, income tax. Um, and so why wouldn't we use every legal measure possible to minimize our tax burden, not only for ourselves during retirement, um, ourselves during long-term, that long-term care phase where you might need long-term care help, but you obviously don't want to go to a nursing home. So home care health, uh, help, I'm sorry, to, to minimize the tax burden. And then the last part is minimize the tax burden to your kids or grandkids or whoever you leave that money to. Um, and that's where sitting down with financial advisors um, like us here at Monarch um, will help you kind of walk through that phase. It's, it's a journey. It's not something that you figure out today. And, and like we saw December 31st with these new rules, the, the, uh, so what I want to say, the landscape has changed um, as far as that kind of planning. So I would definitely look at your plan, see what you have, and maybe it's time for a review um, or maybe you don't have a plan and need to start working on one. I'm glad you talked about long-term care because long-term care means a lot of different things to different people. Sure. When you say long-term care, 99% of people say, oh, I don't need that. I don't want it. I, I don't intend to, to go into a nursing home. Yeah. And it doesn't always mean that. How many people, oh, when I get to that age, just, you know, just pull the plug. Yes. Nobody says you're going to be on life support, you know? Well, no, nobody volunteers for a root canal either. <laughs> but when you need it, just you get put, it done. I have, like, my family. Just push me into traffic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> push me off a cliff. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do for you. Well, that topic will bring us to an end of um, this segment. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Here's Constantine Kitronos, Managing Partner and Financial Advisor at Monarch Wealth Management. Are you retiring in the next seven to 10 years? When do you plan on taking Social Security? How do you make your 401k last the rest of your life? Do you take a full pension or leave a benefit for your spouse? How do you protect your assets as you age? Similar to health matters, your financial well-being in retirement doesn't happen overnight. From retirement planning to estate planning, Monarch Wealth Management takes a holistic approach for your retirement plan. Monarch Wealth Management. Our guidance, your future. Offices on Monroe Avenue in Brighton or Main Street in Brockport. Make sure your retirement income needs are met. Call 484-1400. That's 484-1400. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hey everybody, welcome back to Pennywise. Dave Georgia here with um, As we look at kind of putting this uh, first podcast of 2020 to a close, we just kind of wanted to discuss um, what we're looking to do for future podcasts. We're definitely open to feedback. 
Uh, so when you see this on our social media, if you listen to it, you have ideas or you want to hear specific topics, throw us a comment, throw us a, a private message if you want to do that. If there's financial topics, if there's personal topics, um, or if there's just silly topics you want to talk about, uh, <laughs> we don't care. This is this is for fun. This is a little extra something, something. Um, we want to bring value to our clients and just people out there to say, hey, um, what's you know what sets us, us apart? Um, and I am going to give a 30-second spiel. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, here it goes. Here's my commercial. Um, what makes us different than the next person uh, or the next firm? And it's, it's literally that we care. We care about our clients. We don't answer to... A big corporation where you know we worked at a bank years ago as financial advisors and at the end of the day it was uh, produce revenue for the firm and make sure that you're bringing in uh, commissions and stuff like that we don't work on that model anymore we are fee-based advisors uh, so you literally uh, you pay us to do what's in your best interest um, and uh, that's the best part about it is we don't care what we invest in we don't care what products or services we offer to our clients as long as it's in their best interest and that's the the wonderful thing about it is when I sit across from any one of my clients, I'm always trying to do what's in their best interest. Um, and we both win because we make, a, obviously, we make a little bit of money by doing what we do. We don't do this uh, for free. But at the same time, the longer you stay our clients, the more profitable everybody is. And I think that's the win-win of, of everything is that the only reason you would stay our clients for the rest of your life is because obviously we're doing the right things for you. Um, and if you're not happy, you don't have to stay our client. There's no obligation. There's no contract. There's not nothing like that. Um, we only want to work with people that uh, we enjoy working with and we expect the same that somebody would want to work with us because they enjoy working with us and that we provide a value uh, for the and for the services we provide and for the for the fees that we charge. Um, so that was my, my 30 second spiel. And at the end of the day, it is it's like our clients are like extended parts of our family and friends. And um, it's crazy when somebody when I see somebody call me for a quick question, it's never a quick question. It turns into a 20 minute conversation it's on how, their, how their family never. is. They ask how my kids are doing or Constantine's son or whatever the case is. Um, it just really is like a family here. And, and I know that sounds so cliche. That's what everybody talks about. Um, but the, the proof is in the pudding here. Um, and, and I think that you could call any one of our clients and ask them that. And that's what they'd say. I couldn't agree more. And the feeling is mutual. Like we actually care and we take a liking and interest in them and the same to us. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, why, you know, why are we doing this this podcast? I think is to maybe shed a little light on what we're doing for our clients, some strategies. Maybe you can take some uh, talking points on some things that you might be um, looking at or considering for yourself and hopefully reaching out to some prospects, some new potential clients. But also to give back and share um, some some strategies on success stories in the local markets, and we all have our strengths. So, as a firm, uh, yeah, we're we're labeled as a wealth management firm, but there's a number of different areas where we um, kind of take a liking to or gravitate towards, and you'll you'll notice um, the areas of specialty um, that we all practice in. Even though we all do wealth management as a as a whole, um, there's definitely different areas where we all specialize in and have. Um, that kind of central focus. So we'll be having some guests on the show, uh, local business owners. I know we have a couple lined up for the next couple of episodes and we'll be looking for more people to come on and, and share their stories. Yeah, and if you wanna be a guest and you think you'd be a value add to be a guest, um, shoot us a message again on, on social media, private message, email, call, whatever. Um, and we'd, we'd love to entertain that. Um, Cons, do you have anything else? The only last thing that I can think of yeah, is, I mean, obviously, 2019 was a great year. Coming back to the market, we know where the Dow ended, the S&P and NASDAQ. Um, what are your forecasts for, for 2020? Like, Where do you think 
I mean, we've seen positive growth. Like, do you think this is going to be a good market where we might see double digit returns, 10, 15%? Or are you. Kind is this of my forecast? Is it your forecast? Oh, I mean, it's the first episode in 2020. <laughs> I think the first, I think the first six months are going to be uh, better than the last six months of this year. And I think a lot has to do with political unrest, uh, geopolitical unrest. I mean, you saw everything that happened with Iran. Uh, I don't know why we didn't talk about this earlier because I can go on and on about this um, with every all the craziness in Iran. Um, with Iran, I should say, they shot down their own uh, a Ukrainian plane. Um, just beside myself and. Uh, not to get too political, but I will get political and say that to see the amount of anti-American, um, so anti-support, is, like breaks my heart. We live in such a wonderful country, um, and I know that we're flawed and we have a lot of problems and issues. But everybody has a lot of problems and issues. I still think by far we are the best Isn't country the in the truth? world. What's that? Isn't that the truth? Yeah, and um, it just it, it breaks my heart. Where and again, whether you like Trump or, or hate Trump, I don't care. Um, I care about the job he does for this country. Um, and again, some people will say he's doing a horrible job, which I won't even get into. But at the end of the day, um, just like President Obama, just like President Bush, um, the, the title, the, the office is to be respected and revered. And I feel like we've lost that as a country, um, a lack of a general lack of respect. And, and I think this country needs a big spanking, um, like a, a father spanking their kids sometimes. Um, I'm sorry, I totally went off sidetrack. Uh, as, far as, <laughs> as far as where I think this year will go, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm optimistic. I think we'll go positive, double digits. Um, but then I think we'll retract into a high single digit return. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say uh, overall S&P up. We'll listen to this in December. S&P up, I'm going to say 10.5% this year. Ooh. So we'll go, wow. we'll, I guess we'll round out double digits. All right, uh, my my forecast. This um, is fun. And I'm and, and I'm looking I'm looking at S and P. I'm not looking mm-hmm. at Dow or Nasdaq. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is based on S and P. My my forecast is 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 aiming towards a five to eight. So I'm thinking higher, mid to high, single digit. Okay. Um, but since you fine tuned it to a, a percentage, you yeah. said would you say ten and a half? Ten and a half. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with seven and a half. Wow, you, and gotta, go, you gotta throw in the half too. Cl- closest without going over is the winner. Price is right rules. Yeah, yes, price okay. is right rules, and uh, losers buying lunch. So we'll find out. Oh, all right. We'll find. I didn't know there's skin in the game. Yeah, there is not. All right, cool. that just happened. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about, and, and it is serious. Um, just to remember, um, on Monday is Martin Luther King uh, Day, and um, for just such a an icon, a, a beacon of light and hope, um. I just wanted to quote my favorite quote for, for Dr. King um, and something. If you look at my Instagram, my personal Instagram, um, this quote's on there because I just, I, I love it. Um, the time is always right to do what is right. And it's it's such a short quote and it's such a simple quote, but it's such a powerful quote. Because if you live your life like that, I think that we could change this world one person at a time. We don't have to say, what's that person doing? What's this person doing? What am I doing? And, and when you look at your day-to-day life, what are you trying to do to make an impact? And it doesn't have to be huge. Everybody thinks that you have to do these these huge overcome these huge obstacles in order to make a difference how about open the door for somebody when you're walking into a department store or a starbucks hold the door open say please say thank you these little little things they build up and and somebody who's having a rotten day you might be that difference maker for them um sometimes go through uh dunkin donuts uh drive through and and pay for the guy's coffee behind you you know pay it forward that type of mentality i just think that if more people incorporate that in their day-to-day life the small things like that I mean, we can really uh, have a huge impact in this life, and that's where uh, the time is right to, to the time. <laughs> the time is always right to do what is right. Is such a, a strong saying because you can apply that to the very, very tiny things in life to make an impact in this world. It's the little things, yeah. and they add up. Yeah, they add up. 
Well, I think uh, I think that concludes this episode of Pennywise, the first in 2020. Yep. And with that, any final closing thoughts besides your quote? Uh, no, I was just going to listen to some Bob Dev Duvall. Well, with that, thanks again. Uh, appreciate you for listening. Uh, like, share, and continue to follow us. We appreciate it. You've been listening to Pennywise Financial, brought to you by Monarch Wealth Management. Constantine and David really care about their clients. They want to make sure you're happy, so you'll continue to hire them. There's no commitments, and clients are free to leave whenever they want. Think about being able to pick up the phone and call someone for guidance and advice on almost anything, from buying a car, selling a home, buying vacation properties, or even selling a business. Reach out on the website at monarchwealthmanagement.com. There are two offices in Rochester and two offices in Buffalo. Reach out to us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. Or call us toll-free at 800-480-1580. That's 800-480-1580. Until next time, this is Pennywise Financial signing off. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC.